0: And at the moment, uh, Pastor Sidro mentioned that, you know, Pastor, if you can share. The first first thing that my attention went um, in the book uh, about looking faith, because I thought we'll we'll talk something about faith, because it's the month of faith, and, you know, let's let's catch hold of that team, and let's set things uh, in place or environment for the month of uh, August itself. So um, and my attention went to uh, one of the Minor Prophets' uh, book, which is, uh, the prophet of Habakkuk. The whole book is very interesting. Uh, uh, basically, it's a conversation that's happening between the prophet and God, right? Uh, it's a it's a two-way conversation. Just like how we have a conversation, oftentimes we say that, what's happening? You know, what's happening with me? What am I doing wrong? You know, why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing that? Exactly in the same tone uh, is, is what's happening here as well. Uh, prophet is, of course, is unhappy like all other prophets in the Bible because things weren't right in the country. Things weren't in order how it should be. You know, there is a whole lot of uh, problems like corruption, like violence. Uh, people are fighting with, e- with each other. And, of course, it's, it's, not a, it's not a very good place to be in, right? Now, interestingly, um, the season, or rather I would say the era... Uh, if you go back and look and, you know, deep dive into the history, uh, the, the the timeline when Prophet Habakkuk was alive and he's re- writing this uh, certainly wasn't the best time for the for the country of Israel. Because the kings that have come in past have already made life so miserable to an extent that they've divided the whole nation of Israel into two pieces. So there is a northern province and there is a southern province. Northern provinces, of course, call as the Israel and the southern provinces call as Judea, right? And as I said, things weren't good in either of the provinces, be it north or be it south. Um, and, and, and things were deteriorating day by day. And if you see all the other prophets, you know, be it, uh, uh, be it uh, other prophets like Micah, Nahum, all of them were having the same pain and same agony that they want to share it with God. Right, And here Habakkuk also cash holds the same theme and the same ideology and he's having a pure conversation with God. Okay, Can we read a few verses just to set things up where we are heading? Can we do this? Oh Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not hear or cry to you violence and you will not save? Verse 2. Why do you make me see iniquity? And why do you ideally look at wrong? Destruction and violence are before me. Strife and contention arise. So the law is paralyzed and justice never goes forth. For the wicked surround the righteous, so the justice goes forth perverted. Now, you, you get the notion. You get the notion what's happening. You know, the, the, the tone that the prophet is using is that the first very verse, how long? How long, God? I must call for help. Yeah. There's a different version that I'm reading, so don't get confused. How long? Doesn't that sound like one of us? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, no? Yeah. Come on, we all have done that. Yeah. We're not that um, sane, right? How long, Lord, must I call for help? But you don't listen. This is more like us. You don't listen. The violence is everywhere. I cry, but you do not come to save. Must I forever see the evil deeds? Why must I watch all this misery wherever I look? I see destruction and violence. I'm surrounded by people who love to argue and fight. It says, I am surrounded by people who love to... Argue and fight. Okay. Now, um, interestingly, Lord replies. Okay, there is a, as I said, there's a conversation that's happening between the prophet and the Lord. So the moment uh, the question is put forward, Lord's reply come. How do you know it's Lord's reply? Because it's written, it's Lord's reply. (laughs) The Lord replied, look around the nation. Look and be amazed. For I'm doing something in my own day, something you wouldn't believe, even if someone told you about it. Amen? There is power in that word. Everything Lord speaks, there is power. But this is very significant, and a lot of time we take this out of context because we stop here. We don't read the next verse. You know what happens next? Here is a verse wherein God is saying that you look and you will be amazed. I am doing something in your own day. Something you wouldn't even believe it. Even if someone tells you. You know what, what is the next thing that comes up? Let's read that. I am raising up the cruel and violent people. Wow. Isn't that very controversial? Just now God said that I am doing something Amazing. And the very next verse, God says that I'm raising up Babylonians. Who is Babylonians, by the way? You know, this was, the, this was that, that era or this was that side of the country or the country or the people who were considered as most evil. You know, Lord was never happy with them because their ways were evil. Their, the things they do were evil. There was corruption. There was, there was violence. There's anything that you can think bad was there in Babylonia. And, and this is this is Lord saying, I'm raising up Babylonians, a cruel and violent people. They will march across the world and conquer the other land. And tell me one thing. If you were there in, in Prophet's place, what is your response? Oh God, what God, what is this? I'm asking you something. You're giving me something else. Yes, no? Just imagine, just imagine the emotion that, that the prophet would have had because the question was very simple. You know, what's happening around my country? Just help me out. Just want to see things in order. And God starts off with a very beautiful verse and then says that I'm raising up Babylonians. Now, this is the first set of conversation. Now, you understand what's happening. Of course, a prophet had a question, but do you think he got the appropriate answer to it? Again, think about yourself. Have you ever got an p- appropriate answer the moment you ask a question? At times yes, at times no. But that's how it is. That's how it is, you know, and you, and you probably don't really have uh, the, the, the right to go back and ask, oh, why is this? Give me proper answer. No, that's how it is. At times, you will not get direct answer. But I'll assure you for the fact that things are going to be good at the end as we go ahead. OK? Amen? Amen. Now, as we go ahead, there is a second complaint that Prophet puts in forward. Okay, and again, it's in the same notion like, God, this is bad, this is this. If you read uh, uh, chapter 1, verse 12 onwards, O Lord, my God, my Holy One, you who are eternal, surely you do not plan to wipe us out. Our Lord our rock you have sent these babylonians us uh, to punish us for our many sins but you are pure and cannot stand the side of evil will you wink at their treachery should you be silent while the wicked swallow up the people more righteous than they are now it proves the fact that babylonians were so bad at least in comparison with the 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 israelites they were they were very bad. And that's where Prophet has this problem. Are you really sure that you're going to bring these people to punish us? Look at them. They're in more serious sin than what we are. You understand what's happening here? Okay. Now this is the second complaint that um, the Prophet puts forward. And as I said, it's a conversation that's happening. So by you know, the next chapter, there is a reply wherein God is again speaking back to, um, you know, Prophet Habakkuk. And that's exactly what we're going to learn today. Okay, I was just setting things up. I haven't really started my sermon. I just wanted to give you a little background of what's happening so that we can get into the main portion. Okay, can we read this? Chapter 2, verse 1 onwards. I will climb up to my watchtower and stand at my guard post. There I will wait to see what the Lord says and how he will answer my complaint. Verse 2, write my answers plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. Now, this is Lord speaking to the prophet. Okay, verse 3, this vision is for a future time. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, Wait patiently, for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. Verse 4. Okay, I want you to read this very carefully. This is, this, is the, this is the core of this message. Look at the proud. They trust in themselves, and their lives are crooked. But the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. Amen. In, in other translations, it says the just will leave by the faith. The righteous will leave by the faith. Amen? Okay. Let's build the structure again. There was a first instance wherein Prophet had a question. He got a reply. He wasn't satisfied. Second time he had a, he had a question. And, and he had a problem with that also. So there are two main concerns that will come out of this whole chapter. Number one, Prophet is asking, God why don't you do something about this? The whole scenario. The second concern is like, why are, you go, why are you doing this way? He had a question. Why are you bringing Babylonians to punish us? Okay, think about these two questions. Have you asked this? Yes? Oftentimes, right? Now, I want, to, I want you to really pay attention to this verse, which is uh, the fourth one. But the righteous will live by... Their faithfulness to God. That's the pinnacle, that's the main word, you know, that I want to release and I want to I want you to really understand what is God trying to tell you out there. It doesn't say the righteous should live. The righteous will live. You know, that's the identity of a righteous person. If you're righteous, you will live. It will not be enforced on you so that you become righteous. Ensure that we know this very, this principle very carefully. If you are trying to live a righteous life, okay, you know, of course, that's, that's wonderful, but it should come, you know, as if you have accepted it. It should not be enforced on you. It's, it, it clearly says it will live by their faith, the just will. Live by their faith. Amen. Amen. Now the, the whole the whole the whole two chapters basically caught my attention on two words. Uh, you know, which is for which is which is basically the, the the scenario what the prophet is right now. That he has to wait and he has to watch. Repeat after me, wait and watch. Okay? Wait. And watch. Now, what does that mean? Because he starts with a complaint. He starts with a burden. You know, one of the translations says that he starts with an oracle. Oracle means uh, something which is burning up, something which is, you know, deep down that is troubling. And he starts with that whole notion saying that God, I'm burdened. God, I, I can't see this happening. I can't do this in this way. You need to do something right now. You need to action something right now. And, and he purely says that I call for help. I cry out for help, right? Now, do you think God can handle hard situation? Do you think God can handle confused hearts? Do you think God can handle all our crises? Then what's the problem when we do waiting and watching? There is always a problem that we encounter while there is a wait and watch scenario. Now, wait and watch obviously means there is some time attached to it. It's not very instant. You know, it's not very instant that I prayed today and things start happening the very next moment. There is some timeline that is attached to it. Now, can I tell you something? If we are waiting and watching things that we can do, Now, I don't know what you're waiting and watching. I don't know what you are praying for. I don't know what what is your prayer that you want to see. What is your breakthrough? I don't know. But there is something that I can tell you as an instruction while you are waiting and watching. Number one, when you're waiting and watching, cry out to Him. What did prophet do here? Verse 1, how long, O Lord, must I call for help? But you do not listen. Violence is everywhere. I cry. What do you mean by cry? I cry for help. I cry so that you catch hold my attention. Now, your cry has a power to open up heavens. Your cry has a power for him to notice you right there. Your, your cry has power to, 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 to get that you know, specific span of attention directly from heaven. Now, can we do this while we are in the season of waiting and watching? Can we go back to cry? Now, what I mean by cry is not literal cry, but to be on his feet. You know our, our, our relationship often turns out to be a transactional relationship. If you do this, I'll do that. If I get this, I'll do that. If this job comes through, Lord, I' do this. Have you been there? Come on, we all have been there. It's become so transactional that we just in this relationship to... Get things. It's become to that level. It's just become that level wherein you just want to see things happen after happen and then you say, I make this promise, I'll do that. I'll do this again and I'll do that. You know, that happens over and over again. God is not interested in a transactional relationship. God is interested in a spiritual relationship which lasts for an eternity. Which means even when we don't really receive that answer at that moment, we still cry. We still sit. We still expect that God, yes, you are doing something. Yes, that you are changing things. Yes, you are, you know, uh, moving and shifting things around, which I might not understand. And exactly, the prophet didn't understand what God is talking to him. Because the second question was a reflection that he didn't understand what God spoke at the very first time. But did he lose his hope there? No, he continued. And, and, that's, and that's very ironic, that because oftentimes our need drives away from God. You know, like, this is our need, and we say, okay, okay God, if, if, I, if I get this need, I'll do this. That's basically driving us not really coming, up, coming more closer to God. So, number one, cry out to Him. While you're waiting and while you're watching, keep crying on Him. Because, yes, this is, this is one of the ways that you can continue to build your relationship with God. Okay. Chapter 2, verse 1. And it has a very significant message. I will climb up to my watchtower and stand at my guard post. There I will wait to see what Lot says and he will answer my complaint. Now, prophet is using this metaphor of watching or a watchtower or watchmen for an example. What's the duty of watchmen? To guard what, what else? To, to keep a watch, yes. How do they watch? They have a stand post, like uh, if you've seen these old uh, uh, forts, they have these four pillars where they have a uh, sort of, a, you know, space made only for watchmen. The duty of watchmen is to stand on that post, whatever the time that is allotted, to see what is the threat that's coming the moment they move out of that post and the enemy attacks what happens you know you kinda of gave enemy the easy access to come in so prophet is using this metaphor to be like a watchman to stand at your guard post and be watching and, 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 and be, be there till God responds, till God gives you the second assignment. So my second point here is, when you're waiting and watching, stand at your post. Some of us have got this uh, uh, anointing of making things complicated. You know, you you met so those kind of people like, no bro, that's not going to happen. I've been praying for so many years and I don't think that's for me and you know, People unnecessarily make things complicated, but at times, some of the beautiful thing that you can do is just wait and watch. Some of the most spiritual thing that you can do is just wait and watch. Because the moment you rush, the moment you think that, okay, this... You know, I've seen so many people, I've seen so many people, um, you know, this can be a little controversial, but they feel like, okay, you know what, this this congregation is not really helping me. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll try this, I'll try that, I'll try this, I'll, I'll do this. While you have to do is just wait. While you have to just obey is just stand because God is doing something. At that moment in time, you might not see that's happening. At that moment in time, you might not even understand what's happening, but you have to wait. Like someone said... Some, one of the most spiritual thing is just to wait and watch in that season. Amen? Amen. So often God doesn't respond our time or faith. Our faith becomes weak. You know? Uh, this is again a very n- normal thing. Like, uh, you Don't see that response coming in. The faith that was built over the period of time weakens. Yeah. Uh, as if we had negotiated terms and conditions. You know, like, if you continue doing this, my faith is going to build stronger and stronger and stronger, which is not the case, which is not the case. Now, again, I want to, I want to highlight the fact that it is also, it can be also seen as the assignment that is given to you in that season. When I say wait uh, and stand in your guard post, it also means the assignment which is there for that season. You know sometimes our seasons might look very dry, you know, feel like not moving, feel like very tedious to get through it, but you know what? that is an assignment for you for that particular season. I don't know if you if you understand this what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yes, no, help me out yeah. now uh, it, it's it's not always very fancy, isn't it? It's not always very like i'm I'm just thinking one of my my experience that I had uh, way back this was even before I met my spiritual father and I was talking to Lucy the other day and this kind of reminded me now Uh, uh, I was working in this this office back in Mumbai and something which I didn't really love enjoying working there but somewhere I felt that I should I should wait and I should continue work working here even if it's you know not really giving me a lot of benefits and uh, now, if I look back, that was the best thing that I could do, because if, if I would have rushed and moved out of that office, I would have missed an opportunity to meet my spiritual father, and that leading to one thing, to another thing, to another thing, I, I cannot imagine now how my life would have been if I didn't had waited and watched in that season. There is an assignment that is given to you in every season. Try and understand what is that assignment. Okay, it could be as simple as that. Coming to church, put up, putting up the chairs. That could be your assignment. It could be an assignment which is there at home. You're a mother, you're a father. You, 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 you have a certain duty that is assigned to you. Just do that. Amen? Amen? So, the second point that I mentioned was when you're waiting and watching, stand guarded at your post, which also means continue doing what is your assignment. Amen. Amen. Amen? Amen? Okay, now, Lord's second reply. This is chapter 2, verse 2 onwards. It says, Write my answers plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. Some of us need to write down a few instructions. We we often hear instructions from prophets or or directly from, from Lord, but we miss writing it down. Now, here, very interestingly, I'm reading from NLT. It says, Write my answers plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. Now, he's not really talking about handwriting here. But God is basically telling whatever I'm trying to tell you is powerful. Write it down. Write it down in such a way that even someone is running, you know, could really understand and carry that and share it with others. Come on, our life should be testimony for other people. Our life should inspire other people to fall in love with Jesus. You know, and and, and this is one of the ways where God is correctly giving us the instruction of why it is so important that you write down you know the messages that you receive the the the, the prophecies that you receive you know over the period of time let's read further uh, verse 3 onwards the vision is for a future time it describes the end and it will be fulfilled If it seems slow in coming, wait, wait patiently, for it might take place, it surely will take place, it will not be delayed, amen, receive it if that's your promise. If you think it's getting delayed, my my dear friends, it's not, it's not delayed. It's just the way that we look. It's just the approach that we have. You know, things are released right now as I speak. You know, things that you're waiting are released right now. And I'm telling this, not just because I'm, I'm talking about this verse, but I'm declaring this prophetically over some of you right now. You know, if there are things that are delayed, this season, I'm declaring this month, that will come to you. Amen, amen. My next point is on the same subject. Trust in his time. Trust in his time. The vision has an appointed time. Every vision has a specific time that is allocated. And that's what we need to understand this morning. You know, um, we, 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 we don't have to rush in terms of getting that vision fulfilled, uh, you know, in our, own, in our own pace, in our own speed, but trust His time. Trust the appointed time by the Lord Himself. See, God is not confused in our confused time. God is still working. God is still working even when we are going through that phase, even when we are going through that you know, troublesome moment. God exactly know that what are the things that are going to change, when it is going to change and how is it is going to change. Trust in His time. You know, uh, in, in Daniel chapter 10, there's an example of waiting that Daniel displayed. There, there was a prayer that Daniel prayed. Um, And nothing happens for the next three weeks. Then he continued, do not be afraid. Now this is the angel of the Lord who is speaking to Daniel. Then he continued, do not be afraid. Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before God, your words were heard. And I have now come in response to them. The next verse. Verse 13, but the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me for this 21 days. Now, what does that say? The day you prayed the prayer, it's heard. Go back to verse 12. The day the prayer was made by Daniel, the first day. It doesn't say that somewhere in the second week or third week. The first day, the prayer was heard. And again, I think, I think the best thing that Daniel did here was just waited. Yeah, yeah. And he waited. And on the third week when, when the angel came, he did mention this. The first day when you prayed, it was heard. It's just that I, it was my delay because there were other, other things that were stopping me to come to you. But it is heard on day one. Yeah. I, I feel like doing this. I don't know what is your prayer right now. Pray it right now. Can we do that? Can we take can we take a minute? I want all of you to close your eyes and 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 pray. You know, whatever you are waiting on, whatever you are, you know, asking God for for many seasons or this season, go ahead and pray. Because that is being heard right now. You don't need what someone else says. You need what God tells you. And God is speaking to you, some of you, right now. Your prayers have been heard. Amen. Your prayers have been heard right now. Amen. Amen. And, and ensure that you go back and write this down. Amen. Amen. Trust his time. Because his time is good. His time is the best. As I said, some of the most spiritual things that you can do is wait on his time. Okay, wait and watch on his time. Amen. Amen. Now, this is what is happening in verse, or rather chapter 1 and chapter 2, you know, chapter 2 is the second reply by, by the Lord, which is given to um, the prophet, and as in the process, uh, Lord gives five different vows to the prophet, okay, I'm we're not going to read through that, but there are five different vows, you can probably go back and, uh, you know, go through the book of Habakkuk, and it'll... You know, tell you what are those five vows, but God is trying to tell that this five vows that I'm giving you will come to pass in the time you know that has been appointed. But something really interesting happens in verse 20 of, of, of chapter two. Can we go to verse 20? The Lord, come on, read this together. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth be silent before Him. There are multiple times where uh, God has instructed to be silent in His presence. Of course, uh, we we dance, we we we. Now, this is not the silence of like the other way. Silent to be still. You know, that's the core meaning of silent here, right? You can also see in Exodus chapter fourteen, verse fourteen. The Lord will fight for you and you will only have to be silent. It's also there in Psalms 46 verse 10. He says, be still and know that I'm God. Now, when we are tempted to worry or to probably uh, to think something bad is happening, the best thing to do is to be still. When I'm feeling anxious, when we feel anxious and then we feel like troublesome, you know in that environment the best thing to do is stand still because remember the words that we started with the righteous the just will live by faith so the 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 last point that i want you to focus or understand is to be still is to be silent is to is to is to put yourself in that place wherein Wherein things become so noisy, things become so loud that you are you you just want to get out of this. You feel like you're tra- you you're trapped in that cage and you want to run. Stand still. Stay still. Can you practice that? I'm just I'm just thinking something. You know that happened um, a couple of weeks back. I have a little daughter. She's just um, she's going to be nine months old. There was this night. Where she went crazy, crying, 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 like like any other kid, and and we did not know what to do, you know, like it, it's it's like that situation. We don't know what to do, um, and I'm the more panicked parent out of two, and you know, like my wife is more calm, she's more composed than I am, and and I don't know what to do. I'm like, come, let's go, um, and I have a, and I think I think it was around. Uh, she started around twelve o'clock. It was already midnight. And I thought, okay, she'll be fine. And we both were up. And I had a very important call early morning. It was a Singapore call. there are 8 o'clock, 6 o'clock. I logged into the call. And, you know, things weren't really happening very good. And, uh, and I'm like, let's go. Let's go. You know, let's go to doctor. doctor. Uh, and my wife is like, why don't we do this first? Let's pray. And I'm like, okay, why didn't we do this whole night? And and and, and that, that really made me think. You know, uh, some of the times when we have this crisis situation, we think everything else, but not God. Yeah. Yeah. And it should be opposite. Yeah. We should think about God in that crisis moment, yeah. okay? And not when things are good. Of course, you 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 you're, you should think God in all the times, but especially in crisis moment is a, is an opportunity. You know, where you can go back to God. Because our crisis is something, should, is something that should not deviate from God, but it should lead us towards God. Amen? And, 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 and I really uh, love the way uh, how my wife managed that moment, to be still, to be calm. Some of the beautiful thing, you know? Be still, be calm. Things will be fine, right? Things are going to uh, change in, in the right time. Now, coming back to my main point of the sermon, but the righteous will live by their faithfulness. Amen? Now, as I said, that's the pinnacle and that's the highlight of this sermon. Everything that has happened in this book so far, you know, you saw the conversation, you saw how questions were asked, and of course, Uh, The prophet wasn't happy. And again, a question was asked and uh, the complaint was like, why are you doing this way? First question was like, what are you doing? Are you even working, God? You know, like us, we we often speak over our situation. What are you doing about this situation? And then you get a response saying that, okay, this this is it. Are you serious? You're going to do it this way? Why? Because we think that our ways are better than God's way. And that's the crux, that's the problem. It's not our ways, it's the God's way that is correct and good and healthy for you. Now, sometimes, like the prophet, we don't understand. We might not have a clarity of what's, what's happening. But it's good in that moment to stand still, to stay still. Because we should live our life in the faith, in the promise that was established, you know, by, by the cross. I want you to focus on this element of, of how can we live our life in faith. Amen. Amen. Just want to just want to talk about those things that I just highlighted. If you can go to the, the slide which has those pointers as a highlight. So the number one which says, when you are waiting and watching, cry out to him. Crying. Is is such a emotion that will open up events. Okay, don't crib, cry. Don't crib, cry. Okay, there's a difference, right? Cribbing and crying. Uh, God doesn't really like cribbing people. God loves people who would uh, enjoy His presence, sit at His feet, cry out to Him, and and seek His presence. Number two, when you're waiting and watching, stand at your post, which also means that. Continue doing your assignment. It might look very uh, texting. It might look very uh, time-consuming, but let me assure you. Continue doing your assignment even in that season. I was I was really moved by uh, the the testimony that Sister Faith uh, shared the other day. How God lifted her from her um, you know uh, current work to such a position that she would have never ever imagined. I think. That's a perfect example of how you waited for that long and God doing things in your life. Number three, trust in His time. Can we all not put our ways and our timeline but trust God's time? Okay, Can we go and look back uh, how God functions in His time and not the way and not the timeline that we want? Okay. Last but not the least... Be silent, be still. Let all the earth be silent before Him. Now, this is a perfect example how uh, through the life of Habakkuk that we learn, you know, and and the same reference you will find in in the book of Hebrews, and, and today that we are discussing the same thing, is the very fact that the Word of God is still alive. The word of God is still working in in our midst. Amen.